I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Let's get it. All football, all the time. You're listening to the best football show. Hosted by Brian Baldinger. Well, welcome to another edition of the best football show. I'm your host, Brian Baldinger. At Baldy NFL, you can find me just about anywhere, honestly, uh, NFL Network. Uh, Westwood One, Compass Media, uh, Twitter, Instagram, X, Threads, YouTube, I'm out there. Um, I do this every day. Thanks for joining me. You can find us right here every day on the free Odyssey app, wherever you download your apps, wherever you pick them up from. It's out there. So, I mean, obviously we had breaking news, huge news yesterday uh, concerning Russell Wilson. I think I think it's a surprise. It's a surprise to me. I mean, some people can say they're not surprised by it. But I thought Russell Wilson played well. Um, certainly, they have to be a lot better in the red zone. That's Sean Payton's little bugaboo. That's what he gets maniacal about. Um, but we saw a blow up on the sideline in the Detroit game that didn't look very pleasing. And, you know, you just don't see a quarterback getting undressed by a head coach like that. That never happened to Drew Brees, you know, for 15 or 16 years in New Orleans. But, you know, what surprised me is I honestly thought when he signed that $242.6 million contract last year that, you know, Russell Wilson is the future of this franchise. And, you know, when the owners come out and say, look, Sean, you do what you got to do, basically giving them the green light to, to bench him for these last two weeks to go with Jared Stidham, you almost got to think, okay, the dead money hit. It's somewhere around, I don't know, $85 million. I mean, is Denver willing to take it all in one year to clean the books and just beginning the process? They're going to build a new stadium in Denver, new identity. Uh, I just think back 
you know, it, because when they won those games three or four in a row, you know, they kind of lost out on the Caleb Williams, Drake May, Jaden Daniels, J.J. McCarthy, some of those sweepstakes. Like, I don't think they're going to be in a position to pick them. But, you know, you, you just look back to 2016 when uh, the Kansas City Chiefs jumped right in front of the New Orleans Saints to draft Patrick Mahomes. He, Sean Payton wanted Patrick Mahomes. He knows how to identify these guys. And you could skip the feeling that this is over for Russell in Denver. I don't think it's over for Russell at any stretch in the NFL. I mean, there's teams that are going to need quarterbacks, including Washington and Atlanta and, you know, some other places for sure. So I don't think it's over for Russell, but I do think it will be interesting to see Jared Stidham in these next two games because I know Jared, he was he was the hot prospect, hot recruit by Baylor when Art Bryles was the head coach, and he was going to keep that RG3 train rolling in Waco, Texas. And then obviously things – went sideways with Art and his staff and and, uh, and and Jared, you know, ended up transferring out. But he was a highly, highly recruited high school kid. I think Stephenville, Texas. Uh, but anyways, uh, I am anxious to see because Stidham was in a situation like this last year where the Raiders sent Derek Carr packing. And he took over. He played great in his first start against the 49ers. About as good a quarterback effort against the 49ers we've seen in two years. I mean, it was really, really good. Kirk Cousins had a good one, Joe Burrow, but not many team, not many guys have moved the ball in the air the way Stidham did last year against the 49ers. And he played really good for Sean in preseason. Really good. Preseason. Okay, so what? But you know, we're seeing Amy O'Connell win games with the Raiders. Maybe he's the long-term answer. I don't know. Maybe he isn't. But the only way to find out is to play these guys. I think that's part of the decision. But I'm anxious to watch Jared Stidham play in these next two games and how the team responds and how they move the ball and how they score and all that kind of stuff. Because I think he could be in play for next year. You know, we'll see. We'll see what they end up doing. But they're going to get hurt bad if they end up releasing Russell Wilson and how to build a team around a quarterback if you don't have the resources to do it. So I'm anxious to see that. But it's big news, just big news. I mean, Russell Wilson has been one of the iconic players in this business for over a decade. Back-to-back Super Bowls probably should have won two. So I'm sure the cameras will be shooting him on the sideline uh, this weekend on ad nauseum. And I'm sure the leaks out of Denver's locker room will start to come about um, whatever the issues are. If there are issues or if it's just a salary cap thing and going, we got to be better at this position for what we're paying our quarterback. I mean, it could be just a business decision too. Anyways, uh, that's that. Tonight, week 17 kicks off. Used to be that week 17 was the final week of the season, but of course it's a 18-week schedule now, 17 games. So week 17 kicks off tonight in Cleveland. They're going to keep this, try to keep this train rolling with Joe Flacco. And it's interesting because Joe Flacco, Elijah Moore might be a big role tonight if Amari Cooper can't go. Uh, we'll see what that heel injury looks like from a week ago when he had 265-yard receiving yards, best by receiver in this league this year by far. Because both Joe Flacco and Elijah Moore were playing for the Jets a year ago and and the the year before that. So I'm sure both of them will want to put something up on the Jets and the Jets' defense and the organization, all that kind of stuff. I mean, could be real motivation. Um, You know, I always 
question whether when Aaron Rodgers got hurt in the fourth play of the season this year, why immediate phone call to Joe Flacco wasn't put out there. But maybe Aaron Rodgers believed in Tim Boyle to be his backup and the backup to Zach Wilson. And let's just keep this quarterback room friendly. We don't need two 40-year-old quarterbacks on the roster. Maybe Aaron Rodgers, you know, was able to convince Joe Douglas out of making that call. Anyways, tonight, Cleveland keeps their playoff hopes. Well, they're in the playoffs, but keeps their, their you know, it keeps them in track here to just keep on winning games. And, uh, you know, behind a stout, stout defense. Jets defense, we'll see. They've, they've been leaky. Teams been able to run the ball against them. Um, you know, Washington came back on them last week. Um, Jacoby Brissett put some touchdowns up against them. So we'll see. Uh, but they're capable of keeping the, the, the score down. We'll see what the weather's like, how that factors in. Trevor Simeon, look, I remember a game when Trevor Simeon was in Denver and Cleveland came and just – Miles Garrett hit Trevor Simeon like nobody's business, and it was over for Trevor Simeon. Miles um, Garrett's been held without a sack, I think, for five weeks. He might be chomping at the bit tonight, get back in that column. Um, people have held him, grabbed him, done whatever they had to do, triple-teamed him to keep him off the quarterback. So other guys like Zadarius Smith have kind of stepped up. But it's a great defense. And, uh, you know, Trevor Simeon is going to have to make one, like probably no less than five incredible throws probably more like seven or ten incredible throws against a great defense for the Jets to score enough points, I think, to win this game. But it should be should be great. The storylines are out there. You'll see Joe Flacco in a Jets uniform. I remember, I think it was week 17 or 18, two years ago in Miami. I mean, they could have had the ball 100 times. They weren't scoring a touchdown against Miami with Joe Flacco. It just wasn't – they just couldn't protect the quarterback like they haven't been able to for much of – you know, this decade with the injuries that they keep sustaining. So that's that. It's that should be fun. Um, I hit Detroit-Dallas this coming Saturday night, yesterday, and Miami-Baltimore, those two marquee games. But there's three other games I just want to touch on. Pittsburgh's traveling to Seattle. Mason Rudolph gets a second start. Played well last week. It helps if you fi- throw a five-yard slant to George Pickens and he goes 92 yards for a touchdown. That helps. But, you know, they got they got some deep shots last week, and that helps. I'm curious, though, how Pittsburgh's run defense is going to be in this game against Kenneth Walker and Zach Charbonnet. You know, Seattle's got the offensive tackles back, Abe Lucas at right tackle, Charles Cross at left tackle. They probably got Bradford at right guard. They probably got uh, their starting offense line in there with three good tight ends. Um, when you look at Disley, Fant, and uh, Parkinson. So that's kind of like what they want. They want to play 13 personnel, run the ball. I'm anxious to see if they can do that and really knock Pittsburgh maybe out of a playoff hunt. And, and likewise, you know, Pittsburgh, you know, can T.J. Watt and Alex Highsmith, can they turn the you know this game around with their pass rush ability, the ability to get to the quarterback and make things happen when they get to the quarterback, the force fumbles, all that kind of stuff, the interceptions that can get can follow up. So it's a great – it's really a, a play-in, playoff game. I think both teams, you know, whoever wins this game probably becomes a playoff team. I don't know how viable they are. Pittsburgh finishes against the Baltimore Ravens next week. It's never an easy matchup. 
but maybe Baltimore has the number one seed locked up and Lamar's not on the field. So, but that's next week. We'll get to that. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Then in Kansas City, they're coming off. They've had a lot of bad defeats this year, but that defeat on Christmas in front of 29 million fans watching it worldwide, you know, that was an unsavory contest of built up of frustrations and, um, you know, just bad execution. Uh, whether it's Isaiah Pacheco taking a snap and trying to hand off to Mahomes, who's going to pitch it to Wandale or to uh, Richie James, you know, just one, one horrible play after another, you know, uh, you look at uh, Marquez Valdez, Cantley lining up all sides, like just inexcusable type stuff. Can that, can they just play a clean game against the Cincinnati team? Then look, Jake Brown came back to earth a little bit last week, but he's still capable of playing really well. We'll wait and see if Jamar Chase can play uh, this weekend. If he's clear to go, this offense looks totally different with Jamar out there. As Jamar said, uh, I'm always open. I'm always bleeping open. Um, and when he's healthy, he's pretty indefensible. Even though the Chiefs can line up corners and McDuffie and Chavarius Ward, like they've got really good uh, – Legereus Sneed, I'm sorry. Legereus Sneed and, uh, you know, Trent McDuffie, Jalen Watson, I mean, they can line up play man coverage against anybody. So those are some good matchups. They obviously met in the regular season. Uh, the last two years and in the postseason. And Cincinnati has gone into Kansas City and they have won games. So it's a tall task for Cincinnati because defensively they don't look the same without DJ Reader in the middle. Uh, but Kansas City has not run the ball well. And I don't think Pacheco's going to play. So we'll see if without Jet McKinnon and some of these guys, what they can do. Going to be a great game. Uh, Maybe Cincinnati stays right in the playoff hunt and Kansas City or Kansas City stops their slide and they show up another division championship. And then finally in Minnesota, uh, you know, one of the great rivalries, Green Bay and Minnesota, it's, it's fantastic. And, you know, Nick Mullins did not have a good outing last week. And uh, I get the feeling that we're going to see Jaron Hall, the rookie, fifth-round pick at a BYU against the Green Bay defense without Jair Alexander suspended, and a defense that, for whatever reason, just fell off the cliff in the last month, have not played well. Green Bay will be shorthanded, um, but they do get Aaron Jones back, and he played great last week. He makes a difference. The offense looks different when he's healthy and on the field. Minnesota's defense has played really well this year for most of it. They've had to deal with, like, four interception games from the quarterback, which is always tough. Um Losing T.J. Hawkinson, D.J. Wanham are big losses for the Vikings. But I still think defensively they're very good. And uh, Brian Flores has done a great job. Uh, you know, Jordan Love is going to have to throw some different people. I don't know Jaden Reed or Dontavious Weeks, Wicks. I'm, I, I don't know their status here. We're taking this on Thursday today. 
I'll know more, you know, tomorrow. Well, we'll know more tomorrow about what those status is. But yeah, that's those games are fascinating because you look at Pittsburgh, Seattle, Cincy, Kansas City, Green Bay, Minnesota. I mean, they, they can be playoff teams, playoff games, playoff injury games. And I can't remember a year, certainly in recent history, where nobody's locked up the number one seed. Uh, yes, there's teams that have locked up playoff bursts, but it is very unclear what the playoff picture looks like at this point and how many teams are still in the mix right now. Uh, you know, maybe the two best teams I haven't talked about, but I will tomorrow is Tampa who's won four in a row and got division games coming up, you know, and then against new Orleans this weekend. And then uh, the Los Angeles Rams who won four in a row and look uh, really good. And so I'll hit those games tomorrow, but this is, this feels like the playoffs are beginning this weekend starting really uh, Saturday night in Dallas with, again, just a marquee matchup in prime time um, before the college playoffs begin the next day. Like, it's just unbelievable, or, or and Monday night. Uh, it's just unbelievable what's how the schedule makers created these matchups. Little did they know how much they're going to all play, you know, how much there is to play for right now, considering what's at stake. And uh, we will get to a lot of that, plus take a look at this Thursday night matchup. And, you know, is Joe Flacco, is he the comeback player of the year? Is Kevin Stefanski the coach of the year? All those questions might be a little more easily answered when I talk to you tomorrow. Thanks for joining me. This is the best football show. I'm Brian Baldinger. Come find me on your uh, Odyssey app, wherever you download your your podcast. Find me on Baldy NFL on all the social media channels. Thanks for Uh, tuning in today. Look forward to talking to you tomorrow.